0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Gen Extra Podcast. My name is Seamus McNasty. With me, as always, is Bacon. Tonight, we are going to discuss the 1982 film, John Carpenter's The Thing, right after this. What you're about to experience is the Gen Extra Podcast. Hey, With your host, Seamus McNasty and Uncle Bacon.
1: Hey, Seamus. Think Bacon. We, think we got a guest tonight. We always sort of have
0: a guest sometimes.
1: Well, it's the usual guest. You can't really call him a guest. He's more of a regular nowadays yeah but uh we got joey joey's gonna come in and discuss uh, the thing with us today
0: the thing from another world what's up fellas what's up joe what's up uh, how you guys doing discombobulated
2: <laughs> i'm doing all yeah, right
0: i noticed <laughs> doing it, was all a right.
1: Rough, <sighs> it was a rough start to the show
0: yeah i, I, I noticed that Forty two takes i think we're at
1: that's all that drinking you did before the start of all You're this the
0: with a bottle of wine sitting over there
1: but I'm Another not the one. Everything else. He's got a whole
0: bottle. Well, there's an empty bottle of wine now. So
1: it was half a bottle, but it's gone now. And I drank it a half hour before we even started.
2: Shaky, big, shaky bacon needed his eight o'clock
0: Chardonnay.
1: Well, you know, dealing with this guy over here who can't get anything right within 42 uh, takes, you know, had to be ready. All right. So
0: tonight we're discussing John Carpenter's The Thing from 1982. You sure? I think that's it.
1: Sure, it ain't from '81.
0: No, it's '82. It's, right it's right there. I probably should have looked at that
1: starting out. Huh? Probably. Probably.
0: <laughs> um, so I would imagine a lot of people
1: have seen this movie. You would think it was a pretty popular movie back in the day. It was one of those movies that popped up on Channel 50 in the afternoon back when we was kids.
2: Yeah. it was actually a box office flop.
0: Yeah, that's what I heard.
2: But it became a cult classic like most of Carpenter's movies, you know, but it just it didn't do well at the beginning, you know, it, it right. one of the things that I read about the movie was you know, John this is one of the only movies that John Carpenter did that he didn't record the score for. He got um Ennio Morricone right. to do it, who we all know from the good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and uh, uh, Django Unchained. You and, did Django Unchained? Yeah, Ennio Morricone did Django Unchained, because he did the original Django movies with Franco Nero. Oh,
0: okay. Hmm. But now, he yeah, passed I've, away recently, didn't he? A couple years th- ago, maybe?
2: I think he may have, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah. But, uh, but it got a Razzie yep. for worst score ever.
0: Yeah. But and to be
2: totally honest with you, I went in knowing that. I do not remember the music in this movie.
0: See, that's one of the things that stood out in this movie. Because for the longest time, I thought it was John Carpenter. Because John Carpenter usually does the music for his movies. Right. And it was very... And I, I can't pronounce that guy's name. Ennio Marconi. Is that right? That's close enough. He, he <laughs> He's did dead. This. He doesn't
2: care. Oh, he doesn't, yeah, I guess he doesn't man. care. As far as we know.
0: He, oh, he did the score... In a carpenter-esque fashion, because yes. he wanted to keep it like him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah understated, evidently, because I don't. Again, I do not remember, it. and I went in, and I went in knowing that, that that was how it was. So, right, yeah, I wasn't. That's,
0: that's the the music is one of the things that stood out my entire life to me. Really, just that 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 melodic low bass.
2: Yeah, it's eerie. Mm-hmm. But yeah. again, it's not enough to have made an impact. I was way too concentrated on, on Kurt Russell's costume. Oh yeah, I, his whole th- the whole thing he had going on there,
1: that from was, uh... the hair
2: to those sunglasses. I remember those sunglasses specifically because I wanted a pair so bad when I was a kid with the little leather sides on them. Yeah, yeah. I wanted those so bad
1: and
0: then bacon was wanting to ask you something about this i got
1: a couple questions now all right yeah, uh, let it rip. do you think kurt russell's beard had the same agent as his hair
2: no no kurt russell's beard had a completely different it was a female okay <laughs> um <laughs> uh, she recently committed suicide
1: <laughs> oh man yeah it was all tragic. Right, here's my second question for you joe bear with me all right there's a scene with Kurt Russell and a couple of his boys, spoilers people, obviously, uh, they discover the spaceship. They're on top of the the snow.
2: On the crater,
1: yeah. And they see the crater with the spaceship. Yeah. What kind of hat was he wearing when he was standing there? Because that looked like some type of Canadian Mountie.
0: I could talk about. It like went up in the back and the front.
2: I could talk about that fucking hat. (laughs) until halloween to be totally honest with you you know one of one of my favorite things to do in movies is is to like spot the prop that i want really badly (laughs) and you know like so if if you watch wizard of oz you know i want i want the scroll from munchkin land (laughs) i really want that scroll um but I want it. I want this hat so bad. It's. I'm, I'm telling you, it's floating around somewhere. Who else still has it? I bet he does. Yeah. I would imagine he does. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: seen that hat, and I told, I told Seamus that was the first thing I was going to ask you was about that hat. It's like, what the that hell kind of hat is, is that? Yeah,
2: that hat is insane. Well, he put <laughs> it on. He put it on in the helicopter. Yeah, when he was flying Doc back to the Norwegian research center Yep. okay so i and i was like holy shit that that i wrote that down it's my third note is what the fuck is with that hat (laughs) yes (laughs) it's right it's right here
0: (laughs) (laughs) fucking parentheses yeah that
2: that and uh and you know that chris elliott was the the pilot of the norwegian helicopter
1: chris elliott
2: yeah chris elliott yo kevin boy
1: no, are you
0: serious? I'm not and serious. Son no. Of a bitch.
1: <laughs>
2: no, but if I told you, but see, here's the thing: if I told you that Chris Elliott, you guys remember the movie The Abyss?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: If I told you that Chris Elliott was on the bridge of the rescue ship, I remember in that that movie. Would you say the same? Would you be as as incredulous?
0: No, because I remember that. so yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, that
2: was not that was insane. Yeah, that was insane. I. I, w- I was at the theater and I laughed out loud, and everybody looked at me like there was something wrong with me. And I was it like 18
0: I just, in that movie. Nah, I don't know how old he was,
2: but he had, he, I don't think he said anything. Yeah. But I laughed so hard, and, and nobody understood what the hell I was laughing about because it wasn't a funny scene, of course, you know, but I'm like, fucking Chris Elliott.
0: Uh, now, this movie is a remake of a 1951 film called. A thing from another world
1: which i still haven't seen
0: it's pretty good i saw it a long
2: long time ago and i don't remember it being it i mean it wasn't gory obviously because it was no. 1951 so yeah. it was more suspenseful because they couldn't do that stuff back then yeah but uh i don't remember it being exciting at all really you know yeah
0: my my father showed me it when I was like little because that was one of his favorite. Oh fuck! When, here we go. When he was little. No, we're not going to delve dive deep into, into my psyche again. Um, it's,
2: it's another. <laughs> it's another James had a bad upbringing story.
0: No, no. I have I have good memories of this movie. Not. not, <laughs> not <bad. laughs>
2: I'm good. I'm unabashedly I remember loving this movie. I. Yeah. It doesn't age well. I will say that uh like the effects and everything don't age oh before. yeah
1: yeah
0: see i still like the effects
2: d well you're an effects guy you you see i, I you
0: like that practice i stuff. like the, uh, yeah, i like the effects because they're practical they're not all computer generated crap
2: yeah and but that's all we had back then mostly i mean we had know, other than so star better. wars you know we had mostly you know latex and you know
0: yep and um, and from what I found out, the, the original uh, effects artist that they hired to do all the effects had to bring in Stan Winston's crew to do a lot of it because he was so overwhelmed with all the stuff going on in this film. They was just exhausted. He couldn't get everything done.
2: I was wondering when you were gonna bring Stan Winston into this. You, you are, if I remember correctly, you are Stan Winston's like number one fanboy.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. When I was little,
2: <laughs> yeah, here we I go. wanted to be
0: a
1: special effects artist. So yeah, I remember
2: you telling me that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I remember those days.
2: So this movie was originally titled uh Hey, I think there's something wrong with this dog.
0: <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about?
1: I think the dog has Parvo. I think the dog was smarter than everybody there.
2: <laughs> What's that?
1: I think the dog was smarter than everybody there in the beginning. Well, of
2: course he was. He had the alien in him. And here's the thing, man. I Those are the calmest dogs. When Richard Mazur, and I'm going to talk about him in a second here, because I had a, I have a serious problem with Richard Mazur, but when he took the dog back into the kennel, there is no way that those other dogs were just going to lay there and look at that dog.
0: We, when we watched it last night, I told Bacon, I'm like, that dog went in there, sat down, and goes, I'm about to fuck all y'all
1: up. <laughs> don't, don't want none of y'all say a damn thing. <laughs> no, as soon
2: as I saw, so it's anytime I see a movie where Richard Mazur pops up on the screen, um,
1: <laughs>
2: I, my my brain immediately equates him with Fallen Angel, which is a movie where he was a family friend who like. He was a pedophile. Oh, so every time I see Richard Mazur, I'm like, oh, it's the pedophile from that movie. Oh. <laughs> and I can't help it. I can't help it. You know how you do that with actors. Right. You constantly doing it, you know, like.
0: And every like, time you know, I every time I see him, I think of like someone's dad. Well, you said he, he was plays in, uh, Corey movies, he right? He played
2: a lot yeah. of dads in yep. a lot of movies. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But he played like this creepy guy. Who took Dana Hill, who was um, Audrey in European oh. Vacation, yeah, yeah. and made her like do dirty movies in his basement.
0: Oh, I think I remember that movie.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You remember that movie. I remember that
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> movie. Yeah, you remember that you movie. You
2: watched it when you were seven, uh, when your dad was believe. when your dad was out at the honky tonk
1: <sighs> There's uh happened a lot. The character named Windows. The guy with the glasses, windows. Yeah, I found out uh, I was sitting there watching it with the Seamus last night, and I'm like, he looks, he looks familiar. He looks familiar. he Looks familiar. I looked it up. He played a character in the Warriors. Warriors. Come oh on. Oh my God, I
2: haven't seen that movie, and we have we have to do that movie.
1: I yeah, got that, I got that at, at home. I got that we need Warriors. to do Warriors. Yeah, that is. There were so awesome. many.
2: Like, there were so many. Like. B movie stars in this movie, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Wilfred Brimley, you know, without the Uh, mustache. uh, A
1: young, uh, what did you say? A young old, a young old, a young old Wilfred Brimley,
2: because he was old,
1: old, yeah, yeah, he was
2: probably in his late 40s or something. I don't know. Wilfred Brimley was he was like 300 years old when he died, but then, um, (laughs) the guy who played, uh, the guy who was the doctor who went to the Norwegian Research Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a Clint Eastwood movie.
0: Yeah.
2: He played the bad guy in that. Like the bad patriarch man.
0: Yep. The uh, the guy that were uh, the blue jean vest with all the patches. Yeah, who was I think he? it was uh, David Clennon. He was, he was in a ton of stuff back in the 80s. T.K. Carter. T.K. TK Carter? Carter he's yeah. been in a bunch of stuff. Yep, yep. David the roller,
2: the roller skating cook. Keith yeah. yeah, and let's not, and let's not forget the best, the best actor in the whole movie.
1: Hello, he's gonna say, he's gonna say, it. he's gonna say the dog. Keith David. Chief Davis. <laughs> Chief Davis. who delivered
2: my favorite line of this whole movie because i love i love fucked up lines
1: you believe in this voodoo you believe bullshit? in this voodoo bullshit <laughs> That's
2: a- you believe any of this voodoo bullshit blair
1: i made a note of that last night you <laughs> Believe in this voodoo <laughs> bullshit yep, yep. uh this was actually his first credited movie role really
2: i yep. now that i didn't know you that said. i didn't know Yep. What a long and 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 illustrious and awesome! He makes every movie better.
1: Yes, yes.
2: He makes every movie better when he shows up in something about Mary. The movie just gets complete. It just gets better. <laughs> like from that point forward, it's a better movie.
1: He's done a a lot of voiceovers yeah. for cartoons and stuff too. Yep. Yeah.
2: And, I, you know, <clears throat> little side note, I have to say, the nice thing about, even though we're doing video podcasts, the nice thing about being shot from, like, the chest up is I'm, like, completely full Winnie the Pooh in it right now. <laughs> so, t-shirt only.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go to the credits right now. Hey, man, Graphics. it's 90 degrees here, okay? Graphics. It's ninety degrees. Jeez, it, it like is. Well, it's hair. not
2: anymore, but it got up to yeah, it got up to ninety today.
0: So we were talking about Kurt Russell's magnificent hair.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I, I was reading that it uh, took him uh, like a year, a little over a year, to grow all that shit out. And he was. I mean, he was still fucking beautiful. You know who else uh, was considered for that role? Nick Nolte.
2: Uh, oh, I could see that.
0: Consider for that, um, and Jeff Bridges, mm. and I think originally Carpenter actually wanted I think uh, Clint Eastwood to play him.
2: Oh no, I don't see now Clint Eastwood. I I don't think would have done a good job with it. No, I don't think so. He's too intense. Like, like the nice thing about Kurt Russell is that even though he's intense, he did bring a specific. Who gives a fuck attitude to his role? <laughs> you know, there was a couple of lines that he did. Like, there was a one line where one of the guys was like, "Blah blah blah, we got to do something." He's like, "Look, man, all I want to do is go to my shack and get drunk."
1: I'm tired of talking, fix. I just want to get up to my shack and get drunk.
0: Mac,
2: it's important. For we got to talk for a second about the fact that they went to that Norwegian facility. They see this. I don't know what that thing was. If it was, if it was a geometrical shape, it would have been a fucked up a gun. Whatever that was <laughs> that they brought back. If you
0: saw that, you're talking about the body. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think
2: my first inclination would be, "Hey, R- you know R- what? We should do. We should bring this back with us.
0: We should, we should saran wrap that up. <laughs> bring the leftovers back. Yeah.
2: Bring the leftovers back. And then, oh by the way there's some douchebag back at the at the station we'll make him do an autopsy on it
0: yeah
2: because did you see the look on that guy's face when they're like hey we need to autopsy this he's like fuck we do <laughs>
0: <laughs> i didn't hear that damn thing <laughs> and then, and
2: with there was a little part of me because wilford brimley i think ended up doing most of the autopsy yeah and yeah. he's you know explaining well there's nothing wrong with this you know, and there was a little part of me that really wanted him to say, Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it except diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was dying to hear him say it. I knew it was it wasn't gonna happen, but <laughs> in my mind, Wilfred Brimley thought that the alien creature had diabetes.
1: Okay, okay. I wanna know I wanna know what they put in his coffee for him to have a shit fit like he did when he was going all out after you destroyed the helicopter and started tearing up the room with the ax and he was shooting at everybody. How did he get that much energy to be an old man? Oh, oh you mean Wilfred
2: Billy, made the actor, not his character. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, that's a
2: good, like, maybe that was the only scene he shot all that day, that yeah. whole day. <laughs> Saved <laughs> all his energy. Like, all part. right, listen, Wilfred, this is, this is first day of shooting. Um, we're going to need you to be really energetic. For the rest of the time, you can just stare off into the distance and nod mm, your head yeah, yeah. and uh, and not do a whole lot. But today, we're going to need you to lose your shit for a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think at that point, he was probably already one of the things, wasn't he? Could have been. Because later in the movie, he like they, they go and try to find him, and he had dug out a tunnel, a 45-foot tunnel to a 20 by 30 cavern and built
1: a spaceship. Yeah, where did all that come from? The question is, how long had he been the thing in order for all that to take place?
2: See, that's the thing. They don't make that clear, you know, and and that's kind of Carpenter's, like, that's his whole thing with his movies, is he doesn't, he wants to keep you guessing a little bit. He doesn't want to give you all the details. There was a shitload of expo dump in this movie, you know, Wilford Brimley did a bunch of expo. The computer did a bunch of expo. <laughs> that scene where the computer is got, like, the cells.
0: Yeah, a- asteroid.
2: Yeah, the cells playing asteroid yeah. Yeah, yeah. On for way too long. And I was like, boy, this is a really terrible expo right here. But, uh, you know, we're, we're talking shit, but I love this movie. The thing that I love the most about it was this it's it's realistic the way that everybody reacted right <laughs> so think about this think about this for a second <laughs> crazy shit starts to happen you're isolated you're in the middle of nowhere it's a desert right basically crazy shit starts to happen you're going to turn on one another
0: oh yeah right yeah
2: i mean it's a formula and a lot of movies have been this way you know i just recently watched a movie called Uh, black mountainside which is a canadian film which is kind of like this yeah and it's terrible but (laughs) it's the same basic formula like you know weird shit happens nobody knows what the hell's going on some minor stuff is revealed then major shit is revealed then nobody everybody starts turning on one another and then a lot of people die, and then <laughs> everybody figures it out and saves the day.
0: You just explained the pandemic we're going through. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, he did. Damn. Hell, man. Us here in the house have already started
1: turning on each other.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I that, mean, you know,
1: did that before the according
2: pandemic. to South Park, we're just a big reality TV show.
1: And what about that scene where... Uh... They were all tied up on the couch. Kurt Russell was uh testing everybody's blood. <laughs> they figured out the the one guy, the one guy that was the thing the, with the blue jean vest. started acting out. And the other three guys were on the couch, they're just screaming their asses off. Get get me out of here. Let's get the me, fuck out of here. Tell you, motherfucker. They were <laughs> stuck on the couch the whole time. Nobody tried to get them off the couch. And if you know if you if you pay attention. Kurt Roselsinger trying to
0: flamethrower them with them all still attached to each other. Oh,
2: like flamethrower the thing. Yeah, yeah but they're, yeah. All, yeah, they're all still well, yeah. that was I mean, that was the suspense part of it. You know, John Carpenter's like, all right, this is about this this is how this is gonna go down. Like, look, <laughs> he looked at his assistant director, he's like Look, you're gonna fucking direct this scene. I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette. (laughs) I don't give a fuck what you do here. Cause it was a terrible scene. I will agree with you, you know? And then when uh, Captain Eyebrows was like, you know, I don't want to spend the rest of my life in this fucking chair. (laughs) I know you gentlemen have been through a lot. And when you find the time, I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this
0: fucking couch. Yeah, I never trusted that guy in that
2: movie.
0: There was always something about him I didn't. He know. was a he crack a shot,
2: boy. He took that Norwegian out with one
0: shot. Oh, of I his, know uh, we, dis- we discussed it. Like Norwegian right in the eyeball, shit with a sniper rifle and a could scope have hit on that it. dog to save his life. And homeboy with the clipping six shooter pistols shoots him in the eye from yeah. fifty yards. While late. he was running, while he was running, yeah, yeah, out of a broken glass window. I know. Like,
2: why would you? Eye. You're in Antarctica. Why would you break the window? Oh, yeah, I know. It's just going to get cold now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's more important? Warm, a warm building, or a dead Norwegian?
1: Dead Norwegian. Set him on fire to warm up the building.
2: There you go. Actually, that'd be a good title for the movie. What's more important? A warm <laughs> building or a dead Norwegian?
1: it's like, what's wrong with this dog? Does this dog have parvo? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and let's so the scene i know that we talked about the scene where they're on the edge of that that crater where they're looking at the spaceship yeah number one how the fuck did they not see that from the helicopter uh number two (laughs) so you come upon all this weird shit's happening you see a dog you know eat a bunch of other dogs and you see a dude lose his shit you see i think This might have been before that guy's stomach turned into one of the plants from Little Shop of
1: Horrors.
2: (laughs) But you see this spaceship in a crater and you're like, I wonder if all that weird shit that's happening back at the research facility is coming from that ship. Let's go down there
0: and
1: and find out. Yeah.
2: You notice Keith David didn't go on that excursion. He was like, fuck all this voodoo shit.
1: Almost said all the white people were the ones checking shit out. Because black people stayed behind and just waited for shit to get crazy
2: keith david's like i'm not going on this voodoo bullshit Mm -hmm, excursion
1: mm -hmm. you realize he made it to the end of the movie with kurt russell well so did uh
0: and tk carter Carter as well last five minutes
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: so
2: i'm i'm kind of so i'm kind of unclear what they why did they want to why wouldn't they want the, the alien to be frozen again? Just because they think it's going to come back?
1: Because the rescue team would have found it. And
0: probably did the same thing. Took it back to a civilization. Yeah. So did they not survive?
1: That's the question.
0: Probably not. Because that movie ended really abruptly.
2: Yeah. Because yep. I was writing a note and I looked up and I'm like, oh shit, credits. Yep. What happened?
0: Yeah. 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 I said the same thing. Yeah. So you just assume that they both died. They froze, froze, froze to death
2: because one of kurt russell's last lines was you know we're not getting out of here alive and neither is that thing yeah so but we don't even know who knows you know and there was never a sequel so we'll never know
0: yeah and i'm not
2: going to antarctica so
0: there was a prequel in 2010 i i kind of was 11 it was 11 i kind of enjoyed that you see the prequel to that joe i think i did what was that called
1: the thing
2: thing.
0: (laughs) oh all right still the thing um
1: <laughs> it's on Hulu it's, right now if you want to watch it.
0: it it's all this I've seen it. It's all the stuff that's leading up to the opening scene of the Giant Carpenter movie, Which I thought was pretty Oh yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Cause the, the name of
2: the so the name of like the Norwegian uh station is Thule. Isn't it in that movie? I don't know, I don't know I why I remember. I don't know why I remember that. It was every bit as good as Prometheus.
1: Oh, here you go. <laughs> I,
0: I, went in, I went into Prometheus wanting to like it, but was, was upset.
2: There's been a lot of movies. I think what we should do, and Bacon, I hate to pull you into this, but what I think we should do is just to give ourselves a cathartic closure moment, we should do Alien versus Predator because remember bear with me james because remember you and i went and saw that movie with the expectation that no one lives yeah (laughs) right that that there was going to be no people left at the end of that movie and we were so mad at that movie yeah we were so mad at that movie i think we need to exercise that particular demon
0: they could have done so much better with that so much better even i mean even the comics were better the dark horse comics that they, they did that line of, but yeah, it was just, it was terrible.
1: You guys expect too much from Hollywood that keeps training out the same stuff over and over again.
2: Hey, you know, we're just a couple of fanboys.
0: That's all we are.
1: You expect too much.
0: One of my favorite scenes in this movie is where um, the one guy has the heart attack and they're, they're working on them. You had mentioned this scene before. And the guy's is uh, trying to use the defibrillator on him, and its chest opens up. But that same scene, the guy's head, the guy's head rips off, falls down to the floor, sprouts spider legs, <laughs> and starts yeah. tip tapping out of the room. Yes. And the one guy, the the high guy, the guy that's always high, looks over and goes, You gotta be shitting <laughs> me. <laughs> and the thing's just kind of tiptoeing out of the room, like, nothing to see here. Oh, torched that him was, right after that yeah
2: that was thoroughly good man yeah
0: there was a lot of like
2: on fire people in this movie too it was so many on fire people
0: and why didn't they let them burn longer i think well, i would have I, I let it burn a little bit longer than fire put it out
2: see it's a good thing you weren't the stunt director because a lot of people would have died
0: there, so there you go there you go <laughs>
2: It's like, but 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 Sheamus, we can only we can only let these guys burn for like three seconds. I don't give a shit. I, I won't.
1: I won't. Ten minutes. Ten minutes of fire. I won't. T- we I don't have the.
2: Fire we fire don't to- have the budget. Let them burn.
1: Take all the fire extinguishers away from the set. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta
0: rate the movie now. Um, and I'll start. I will give this movie four. Lucky charm for Leaf Clovers. Four? Four.
1: Okay. Uh I like the movie. I would highly recommend the movie. It is a classic. Yes. I'd have to give it four strips of bacon.
0: Joe. You know, you, wait, I wait, Joe. You get either you get a flamingo or a manatee. You pick one.
1: You pick whichever. Don't, don't veer from the flamingo. You or pick manatee. whatever animal you want, Joe.
0: Don't don't fucking censor me, man. Uh,
1: that's right, Joe. Whatever animal you want. You know, I so, spent the
0: majority of my time looking for a graphic for your rating when I edit this. <laughs> Again, I love this movie.
2: Um, I I mean, I'm going to be a little stingy with this one. I'm going to say four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How's this
2: being stingy if you're giving it I can't four? even say it. I'm going to say four angry Keith Davids in voodoo headdresses. Keith
1: Davids in voodoo headdresses.
0: <laughs> I don't legally know if I could show a picture of Keith David with, <laughs> in that position
1: you'd have to just just uh,
2: just put a black bar across his eyes it'll be uh, fine
1: just just put some voodoo headdresses up there we'll know it's Keith David just don't just don't hashtag Keith David in this in this podcast you might get mad you might come knocking at your door
2: I mean I could give it four I could give it four severely burnt Norwegians. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot.
0: <laughs> You're gonna get a manatee again.
2: <laughs> oh, come on. Don't manatee me. Don't manatee me out, man. Giving, giving, don't keep don't Keith David block me.
1: Giving four deranged huskies.
2: No, I'm sticking with Keith David. So you don't have to. Maybe you don't have to put him in a voodoo headdress, but I'm sticking with four angry Keith Davids. (laughs) I like it. It's a tribute. The guy was the best character in the movie.
1: Just make four of them. You got you got Photoshop, bro. Just his head. Just his head. Look,
2: you have hit home runs. up until now, <laughs> that, that dead manatee was the shit. Like, like,
0: that dead manatee, that was pretty awesome, wasn't it? That was the shit. Thank
2: you. That was that was the best part of the whole goddamn podcast.
0: <laughs> I worked hard on that manatee.
2: It was good. I laughed. I laughed out loud.
0: See, originally, I thought you had said a half a, a, half a dead manatee. That's why he's only, like, half on the screen. Could have been. then I'm like, you know? then I put his little flipper over, the edge. Saw that, <laughs> over yeah. the edge of the window.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, cause they get they get run over by the boats.
1: Chock in half.
0: What movie are we doing next week? Well. Um, I think we discussed this already? I think we had talked off screen. Uh we were gonna do uh the nightmare on Elm Street, the original Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: The original? The original.
1: Yep. One of my top five, Joe.
2: With Johnny Depp? Yes, sir. So here's something for our for our listeners to think about while they go into the nightmare in Elm Street. So Freddie had the knives for for fingers, right? The finger, mm-hmm. the knife glove. Yep. And then Johnny Depp goes on to do Edward Scissorhands.
1: hmm Yep.
2: So Edward Scissorhands answers the question: What would happen if Fred Krueger and Robert Smith from the cure had a kid.
0: <laughs>
2: I guarantee you that's all you're gonna be thinking about every time he's on screen
1: um, And on that note, folks, catch you next week. But first, oh, but first,
0: but first, be but... sure to hit the like button. Oh yeah, hit that bell. hey wait. wait, wait. I, I got this in my head. I got to remember it. It's right. hit the like button. Spit it out, fucker. Hit the subscribe button. Then hit the
1: bell.
2: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because there's like a specific order which this pops yeah, up. Yeah, look at you. You're Ready, special.
1: Ready? You want to try it again? Take take
2: two. Take two oh, no, without the interruptions.
1: He's bringing it, it up. And on that note, folks, we'll catch you next week. But first, make sure you hit that like button subscribe and hit that bell.
2: Ding, ding. (laughs) Graphics.